Everybody, sorry I'm late. I was driving a van made out of weed illegally across the border, but I didn't know it. And also, I was being chased by a, a detective who had a lizard. Uh, you're listening to this film has not yet created the show, where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never got made. I'm your host, Christopher Rivas, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Hi, sorry I'm late, but uh, me and this guy Robin and his merry men are traversing through the forest looking for his maid Marion, and I'm helping him, and I got this blind guy with me, and there was one part where he was like, Abe Lincoln, and I was like, nah, man, I said, hey, Blinken. (laughs) (laughs) This this is ridiculous. Uh, We got Leo Obregon back. Welcome, Leo. What's up, everybody? Uh, sorry I'm late, everybody. Uh, I was uh, doing a bid, and uh, they had to ship us uh, out of state, and I got stuck in the wheel well of a con airplane. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Donovan Mullings in the house. Donovan, how are you doing? Uh, what's popping, y'all? Um, sorry I'm late. I'm so fucking sorry. I had a convention to go to um, for my Star Trek parody show, and then I got zoomed up into space by actual fucking aliens. Shit got out of hand. I brought my original TV crew with me. We had to fucking learn how to actually be uh, Starfleet captain uh, by the grace of God and plot armor and Sigourney Weaver's exposed chest. Uh, we made it through. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry about it. Uh, that's okay. I'm glad you guys made it. I'm glad you're both here. Donovan, Leo, it's so good to see you guys again. And uh, it's uh, uh, we're all a little bit slap happy. I know I certainly <laughs> am. <laughs> it's it's uh, almost that uh, magical time of year, you, you know. know what? Uh, uh, yeah, that's this, we're here. This is a very special. You didn't see the finger quotes, but they were there. Episode. <laughs> of, I mean, it's springtime. You know, the flowers are blooming. It's you know what time it is. And we are talking half baked, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Leo's never seen that movie before this day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is like Leo's favorite movie. Uh, it's it's going to be playing in the background of my wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a soundtrack, just like the actual movie. It's on a I loop. Would, Everyone I, just loves it at the end. They hate it at first. I would, they love it. I would love to see, you know how there are those like wedding pictures of like they're being super serious and they're holding each other by like a lake or something. Like what if what if yours was in front of the guy on the couch? <laughs> He's just taking a few little coughs. Yeah. Where he fucking drops the pizza and shit. <laughs> So, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think we should mention that uh, this is the second time we're doing this because we had some <laughs> surprise. We had some, we had some technical issues the first time, but like, what a appropriate movie to have to redo. That's you know? so funny because I we forgot something. Yeah, uh, know. you know when know. you forget to hit the button, man. You know it's a simple <laughs> mistake, man. Nah, this is a sitcom moment. Oh. Dude. 
I just want to say, people, like when we recorded it, it was a riot. But <laughs> yeah, it was also care. no one was also, know what But it was also an hour and a half long, and there was <laughs> there were multiple points in it towards the end where I had sobered up a little, and I was just like, "Oh God, we are so high, and we're just <laughs> laughing at every single thing." And I'm not saying that this is going to be any different, but uh, <laughs> but we're more conscious of it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not mad at you. I'm not no. mad at anybody. Oh. I, so, yeah, half baked classic stoner movie. Uh, it, I think it's, it's the perfect one. It's probably my favorite stoner movie. There's so many movies uh, in the stoner genre. It's like its own genre, and you got like yeah. modern ones. You got the Cheech and Chongs, but man, Dave Chappelle, like you know, epic legend in the comedy game. And then this is like his, uh, you know, like the cult classic indie film. Yeah. Oh, and then you got all the comedians in it. And it's just, man, it's it's a classic. You can put it on, you know, while you're doing your chores, you know, while you're helping your kids with the homework, <laughs> uh, whatever. You know? Yeah, Leo, I heard this was your magnum opus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, I uh, cry to it in the shower. I mean, what is it that you can't do to this movie? Oh, well, yeah, this movie, uh, it's still funny. I don't know what else to tell you. I heard you left everything in your will to one of the copies of this movie oh. that you own. You know, it's a, it's a dusty VHS tape, but it has my heart, and I don't want it to be alone. I yeah. hear that, man. That, I had this yeah. movie on VHS too. Like <laughs> that's how old this movie is. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't I wanted to just add on and be like, yeah, I felt like this movie was a yearbook of the late 90s New York comic yeah, scene. Totally. Like everyone was in it. Um and uh <laughs> and like I also want to say, like, with this movie, it felt because it was like one of Dave Chappelle's earlier works, it totally felt like a, you know, like one of your favorite artists or musicians or whatever that like when they start off, their stuff is raw, but you you see the potential there. You mm -hmm. see the greatness there. And, you know, just like looking back after, you know, over the past couple of years, he put out some comedy specials and like I watched them like before this podcast. And I was just like, oh, man, like it's so great to to see somebody come that far like and but like they still had it and like there was that there was that scientist scene where he just straight up calls someone scientist where as i'm watching it i'm like i see this as like dave Chappelle on stage doing a bit like that's that's how like transparent his jokes are into this movie yeah it's amazing how uh this is sort of like a a a, a preview for Chappelle's show like it's so Thick, like any of these bits would be on a Chappelle show, you know, and some of them yeah. ended up turning into it, right? But like, it's amazing. It's so, god damn, it's funny. Uh, like, it, if there was ever a time uh, Chappelle wanted to put a bunch of characters that he would probably do in one scene, that was this movie. Um, mm -hmm. you, there's so, like those characters are still very visible. Like, you can mm -hmm. clearly see all of the pimps from the player haters ball in one character. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, what if like, imagine doing this movie, imagine your day Chappelle, you do this movie. Then you're like, wow, now I have to, I'm doing my own sketch show. Uh, fuck. Let me think of some characters. You know what? Why not make one character be five of them in one room? How are these motherfuckers supposed to talk to each other? 
how can this how can this big of a personality exist multiple times in one room? I'll do it. That's great. <laughs> and get the marvelous characters that he has um, from Chappelle's show, and they 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 lasted the test of time. You can nab all of them. If no one does, if you don't know who Tyrone Biggums is. <laughs> um, you first off never met a crackhead because that is the only crackhead He's name true. I can think of whenever I'm thinking of a crackhead. <laughs> I yeah. accidentally call other crackheads Tyrone, and they're like, Bro, I'm Michael. I'm like, Oh, shit. Ty- Tyrone Bigham is shit. one of those characters. I-, I will say this like, it'll repeat. And I think I said this last time, it- it- you'll see Tyrone Bigham's like selling Allstate insurance in the future when they need to like, r- you know, revamp all <laughs> yeah. our stuff. And then, Come on, baby. <laughs> You're in good hands with Allstate, baby. Right. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? Right. What do you? What do you think is like the legitimate business that would be like? Yeah, Tyrone Bigums. I'm thinking Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> I think Taco Bell would be like, yeah, we're we're okay with having a crackhead as our spokesman. They, I mean, they're not afraid of offending stereotypes. I can see him using every other slogan from every other fast food chain at Taco Bell. Finger looking good, baby. I love good old fashioned Taco Bell. After I get done sucking me some cum and earning that money. I go grab me some crap rock and then I get me my own Taco Bell. And I'll be like, oh, they made it my way. And now and the way is good. <laughs> you, know, you know they're going to do it. Some some shameless company is just yeah. going to be like just showering us with, uh, mm-hmm. with our own, you know, characters at us. So we recorded this episode like two weeks ago, right? And I'll be honest with you, I don't remember much of what we did. It's great. Much less what anyone wrote. So even mine is going to be like reading it for the first time. Surprise. I did that for plot points of the movie. Like, I was like, I was sitting here a couple seconds ago being like, did Samson die in the movie? I can't remember. (laughs) Why wasn't Samson at the the player haters ball? (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) So I think we should just dive in because I want to know what happens. Where's Wayne Brady? I can't wait to see what happens in these movie sequels that we've already read. (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on yeah yeah uh let's let's read totally baked and then move to fully baked okay 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 all right so okay okay so totally baked um i'm gonna give a little (laughs) intro okay okay Okay. I'm gonna give a little intro, and then uh, we'll get into. I'll get into who's reading who. I so I got like a short summary of the movie, and then I got a scene from the movie. Okay. All right. So here we go. Totally baked. The year is 2023. Thurgood and the guys are still living in New York City, city and still love smoking weed. Due to the global pandemic costing America trillions of dollars, 
every state has kind of eased up and uh, thought that uh, legalizing weed is now cool and, uh, you know, very financially beneficial. So marijuana is legal in the United States for recreational use. The pharmaceutical company Thurgood Works For was late to the game on finishing a vaccine. So in order to save their company, their boss, which when the movie happened, it was like the company was called Burr and something. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm really upset that Bill Burr didn't show up um, <laughs> so bill burr plays this boss and he proposes yes. that they sell their 20-year stockpile of weed we discover that thurgood <laughs> taking the marijuana was all part of an experiment on how fast their super potent weed would sell on the streets by an independent dealer they convince the guys to operate their new dispensary while initially the guys are ecstatic and overjoyed of getting to do their dream job. They quickly find out that corporate marijuana isn't as kind as these buds would expect. (laughs) (laughs) Their main competition is Mary, Mary Jane's rising dispensary. Her and Thurgood dated for years. She did a full heel turn and is now one of the most influential growers in the state. Nice. All right, so that sets up our movie. Uh, for the parts of this scene, um, I'm going to have uh, Leo, you're going to play Thurgood. Uh, I'll play Hipster Pothead. Chris, you'll play Influencer Pothead. Okay. Donovan, you'll play Dealer. And then there's another character that you will play that I want to remain a surprise. Um so this is the uh, this scene is basically the new version of the scene in Half Baked where they go and sell to the different people in New York. Oh, City. nice! Yes, okay. <laughs> so this is yeah, this is the <laughs> update 2021 version of that. Awesome. All right, so I called it Potheads of New York. Here we go. Interior day, nice guys dispensary. Cut to a quick few shots of Thurgood tidying up the dispensary over exposition. Just like weed changed with the times, so did its people. Now that the world is all connected, it seems like people are smoking for the first time. For for more reasons than just getting high, too. So completely different from my clientele two years ago. Decades ago. <laughs> guys, I'm so stoned. Here, take this guy for example. In walks, I got it. In walks a man with a long and well kept beard. He is wearing a flannel jacket over a V neck black t shirt with a knit wool matching scarf. He slowly takes off his aviators and is blown away by the selection of flour they have. Wow, they even have Biochem King Crasher number four. That strain is impossible to find. Freeze frame on the man as he holds the case of flour up to the light. This is the hipster pothead. You can tell by the way they ask, as if they grew the plant themselves. They started off as craft beer aficionados until their wives commented on their beer bellies. Now they graduated from booze to weed. Here, listen to this guy ramble on and on. We unfreeze and see the hipster has brought a large amount of items to the counter. So I've narrowed it down to a few decisions. First things first, I have to get my hands on some of this G Bubba diagonal. All the top upvotes say it's the best of the season. True, it's a little early to be cracking open a late setting indica, but 
as a marijuana man, hey, the cat empire only plays the knitting factory once a year, you know? <laughs> Is this a THC level of 81.28? Thurgood politely nods and smiles like he knows whatever the fuck this guy is talking about. He continues. Now, obviously, we're going to be looking for a come down when we're enjoying our locally sourced kombucha post show. Perhaps a Mandarin Triangle Kush Batter Concentrate with a slight dose of a 1 1 Restore Lotion? I know. A topical post concentrate? What is this, 2018? <laughs> a little unorthodox, but I really ex- I feel that it extends that after buzz. Wouldn't you agree? Thurgood keeps nervously nodding and smiling as he says. As a marijuana man, I emphatically agree completely with everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Thurgood and his next customer. A very hyper young woman in her early 20s enters holding a phone over her head as she live streams. This is a pot influencer. This person is only smoking weed because it's popular in the na- in the cultural zeitgeist. Half of the time, they obviously have no idea what they're talking about. What's good, Kate Crew 97? It's your girl coming to you live from the Lower East Side's newest dispensary, Nice Guys. As you all know, I'm such a huge fan uh, pothead head, uh, <laughs> but still... I was so bored from last night that I thought I'd do something random. So now I'm here with... She looks up to Thurgood. She prompts him with a nod. Uh, Thurgood? Hey, Internet kids. Don't buy your weed online. Come buy it here. Well, Thurgood, I'm here because my very close and personal friend, uh, little kitten Bree Meow recommended that your stash is totes dank and that I need to try it IRL. Could you hook the crew up with New York's finest? Oh, man. Sentences like that sure make up for legal weed being sold while thousands of dealers (laughs) sit in prison. So what would you like to get? Well, I know that I like, but uh, what would you recommend? Our OG Kush has been the best seller today. I'd go with that. But why? Thurgood grows more impatient. Because it gets you super high. The influencer pothead turns her phone camera back towards herself. That's not the only thing that'll get you super high. With over 40 different routes to Denver, Frontier Airlines will always have you flying a mile high. Use code CREW97 at checkout for 15%. Thurgood disappointingly shakes his head. (laughs) Cut to the next customer, a man in gang colors buying a very large purchase. Thurgood timidly counts up the order. Well, everyone was buying legal weed. That obviously meant the streets took a bit of a hit. But they didn't stay down with the fact that Americans are so lazy, they'd pay 60% markup rather than be hassled to not actually have to go to a dispensary. So not to miss out on the quality. That and not having to flash your ID 5,000 times. Now dealers are buying weed from us. And things have gotten a little more tense. Okay, sir. And that brings you to the state maximum. Your total is 3,670. 
The man stares at Thurgood. Thurgood becomes even more nervous as the man reaches into his pocket. Thurgood begins to brace himself as if he's going to dusk, duck under the desk as the man ha- brings out something out of his pocket. Not a problem. Thurgood is relieved when the man pulls out a big wad of cash. The man continues to count out his hundreds. Thurgood's eyes wander outside the window where we see a bigger man in similar colors waiting by a parked car. They make eye contact and the man by the car immediately points to Thurgood to be like, hey, stop looking at me. Look back at him. Thurgood quickly diverts his focus back to the man in front of him, uh, trying to play off that he didn't look that way. He takes the money and they complete the transaction. The man walks out and Thurgood deeply exhales in relief. And if you think that's bad, there's also those folks that think all drugs are legal now. Cut to a man wearing a red beanie with very crusty lips <laughs> entering to the store. This is none other than Tyrone Biggums. He's amazed by about the amount of weed on display. Oh my god! I'm getting off the end train because I'm in heaven. All right, man. I can see what's going on here. The faster you buy what you want, the faster you can leave. Do you know what you want? Well, I sure don't. I sure don't been chasing that cloud all day. I'll start with four grams of apple jacks, five balls, a baggie of lettuce, those two for one cakes you got in the back there, and an Arizona iced tea can size amount of kibbles and bits. I'll also some white cheddar cheeses. Y'all got snacks here? Oh, man. We don't sell those drugs. Those are still illegal. We only sell cannabis here. Can can I bust a swing by and take away this place to see a real deal of cannabis? (laughs) Y'all can sell weed? Yep. Just weed. (laughs) Only weed. People real soft nowadays. (laughs) Y'all get a little excited over legal weed. I thought y'all made real drugs legal. All right, sir. That's enough. I'm going to need you to leave. Oh, I'm going to leave on a big horse named your mama's ass. <laughs> then we're going to do some heroin, pansy ass bitch. Thurgood swats at the man with a broom until he gets out of the store. And stay out. Cut to a montage of Thurgood cleaning up in preparation to close for the day. He looks miserable as he finishes his tasks before walking over to lock the door. <clears throat> Like I said, marijuana changed. People changed. Sometimes I just don't know if the pot world of today is for me. Maybe I should take as much weed as I can, flee to the Canadian mountains, and smoke out there for the rest of my days. I'm going to have to stop. Thurgood feels the door pop open right as he's about to lock it. We see four man children who are named Chris, Steve, Leo, and Donovan. All of them are out of breath. Donovan steps, uh, Leo steps forward and says, Are y'all closed? It says you're open for another 84 seconds. Yeah, we just want to get one thing real quick. Damn, did y'all run here? You're all that desperate for weed? Oh, yeah, definitely. Our favorite director, who is known for making hilariously bad sci-fi thrillers, just put out a new film regarding the pandemic. 
I hear he plays the virus and the cure, as well as like 90% of the people in the movie. <laughs> Spoilers, Spoilers, bro. bro. Damn. Sorry. Sorry. So you all want to just smoke weed just to watch a movie? Yeah, man. Then after we watch it, we come up with sequel pictures and release it as a podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> that sounds about one of the most useful things a podcast could possibly <laughs> do. I gotta stop you there. It does not say useful in the script. It says useless. <laughs> it's <so weird. laughs> Look. Uh, this this right, is fraught with all kinds of technical <laughs> issues and pod-related uh, contingencies. I know, I know. I just had to make that clear. Wow! That sounds about one of the most useless things a pothead could possibly do. There we go. It sure is. Yeah, it's necessary that we smoke weed before every movie we watch. It makes the bad ones so much more tolerable. And and it makes us appreciate how great the classics are. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? That's not how Leo talks. That's the voice for you. <laughs> Give us the character. The character based on himself. He made a character. <laughs> he made a character based on himself. <laughs> he studied medicine in the British Isles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris, okay. take it from your life. Okay. Right. He gave himself Barry White's fucking <laughs> boys. Listen, it's really just a great excuse for us to get high and hang out every week. Thurgood is taken back by how sweet that was. You know, uh, my distinct voice, completely Thurgood, y'all remind <laughs> me of my friends. For that, I'll sell you something real quick. Been pushing the OG Kush all day, but I would recommend the Reserve Sunny G Sativa. Oh, oh, no thanks. That sounds expensive. We'll take an eighth of the cheapest shit you got. Thurgood smiles and directly looks to camera, breaking the fourth wall. Now there's some real potheads. Cut to black, the end. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I don't appreciate being uh, having my receipts <laughs> of how I buy weed uh. just out there. I do. I really love that Leo has a character. <laughs> I should have made the first time I spoke distinctive, and then I realized, like, oh man, just do something. In the, in this movie is six foot nine and black. I was like, yeah, it's oh, time to watch the movie. A biopic, baby. It was good. That was he was a bodybuilder for some reason. Like he mm -hmm. felt like he needed to be bigger as a person. Yeah, so he, yeah. Was... he he had that presence about him. You could really see the letters were bold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the kind of big now though. Like he's he's legitimately a triangle, so he has to turn sideways to walk into a door. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that they was... call him tiny. You know. <laughs> tiny, tiny Leo. Italian friends call him Tiny all the time. They're not scared of him. Oh. They, they think he's a teddy bear. 
<laughs> little set up and roll. Oh my gosh, that was amazing, Steve. You nailed you nailed all the like modern guys, you know. Yeah, man. I I just <laughs> I feel like it's that's such an easy easy one to adapt is like yeah. you know because so much time has passed and you know the fact that marijuana is now legal in many states where in this movie it was like even though there was a part in the movie where they were just giving out weed and there was like police officers <laughs> were right there <laughs> and i'm like holy shit uh, i forgot about that but yeah the, the, they the even times, the times they are changing they, yeah oh yeah they definitely gave those cops free weed everyone's floating hundo Shit. I, I love the different characters too, like the Janine Garofalo poet character that she's yeah. like smoking and she's like, Can I read you this poem? And, and it's like so sad. And then Thurgo's like, You need to seek therapy. That's that's where I would go. Oh, yo, yo, my favorite one in the movie was Snoop Dogg with the with the poacher, <laughs> yeah. the poacher pothead. And, and, the pothead world. And like and like how they shot it at such a low angle, and then oh, he stands dude. up and he looks like he's eight feet tall <laughs> compared to them. And they look like genuinely disappointed. They're like, oh, smoking my weed. It's, it's like Come on now, we were all that way at one point where you just like, fuck, I want to smoke with Chris Reeves, but Chris Reeves is going to be like, yo, um, did you bring weed? And then... <laughs> I've never heard him say that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, never, you have never asked for weed after imposingly entering from, from a location that we didn't know that you were at. He didn't ask for it, did he? He just sort of inserted himself? Like, yeah. The- yeah, well, no, he was in the stoop next to them, but he yeah. was like crouching down. He just like stood up, and it was like I don't know. It's like the same fear that I felt when I saw Jafar for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> the realist of issues next. I <laughs> yo, let's get fully baked. Let's yeah, read fully baked. Fully baked. Uh, I wrote this one, and um. I, it's like the opening to a, the sequel. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I remember there's some bits. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it was just, it was made, crafted with love. It was like yeah. a letter of... Uh, oh, I bet you, I like, I, I took a, a Chappelle bit from his stand-up and I made that the cold open, basically, to the movie. is seeing his stand-up bit, but played out. Nice. Uh, so here's the cast. Uh, Donovan, you're going to be third good. Steve, you're going to be woman and hoodie and Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo, you're going to be police officer and Scarface and guy on the couch. Yep. And you'll also be passerby number two. Two, yep. Uh, or like the last one. And then I'm going to be uh, stage directions and I'll also be reading Woman's Voice and Brian. Uh, <laughs> so this is Fully Baked. Exterior New York streets day. A black SUV drives around as we hear Thurgood. Hey there. Thurgood again. I know what you're thinking. Didn't we finish the story already? Well, I thought so too. Turns out it was only the beginning. A lot has happened since we last spoke to each other. 
As you can see from my ride, I'm no longer in the custodial artist. Mary Jane, someone kidnapped her to get to me. And I have to go save Cut to exterior motel parking lot, continuous. The SUV pulls into the parking lot. Got to be around here somewhere. Thurgood parks and exits the SUV. We see woman walking through the parking lot. She wears red cowboy boots, a very short jean skirt, and a pink top tied in the front just under the breasts, and a gold cowboy hat. Thurgood runs up to her. Hey, ho! Excuse me? I was just wondering if you could help me find someone. Ho? Just because I'm dressed this way does not make me a hoe. <laughs> she slaps Thurgood and walks away. Across the parking lot, we see the police officer carrying a boombox. Gotta find Mary Jane. Thurgood runs to the police officer, stopping him just before uh, he gets to a motel room door. Officer, officer, I need your help. Excuse me? Just because I'm dressed this way <laughs> so does funny. not make me a police officer. <laughs> he sets down the boombox and hits a button. We hear bumping dance music as he raps on the uh, motel room door. Who is it? The police. You're under sexy arrest. <laughs> <laughs> the motel door opens, revealing several women all holding beverages and cheering. Police officer picks the boombox over his head and dances into the room. The woman that opened the door looks at Thurgood, scoffs, and closes the door. <laughs> Is anyone around here dressed who they are? Excuse me, sir. Thurgood jogs up to Hoodie, a short man wearing all black, including a hoodie. His pants sag in, uh, and his hands are in his uh, hoodie pocket. As Thurgood gets close, Hoodie pulls out a pistol and points it at Thurgood. Your wallet, now. I don't have it on me. Wrong answer. We hear a gunshot as Thurgood falls, black on, uh, falls back onto the ground as his body lay motionless in the parking lot. Blood starts to pool around him, and the camera slowly rotates and pulls out from a bird's-eye perspective. Dissolved to interior apartment, the camera continues to pull out, rotating slightly as the camera pulls back. We see that we are pulling out from Thurgood's eye. We see that Thurgood, Scarface, Brian, and Kenny are all sitting on the couch around Billy Bong Thornton. They wear the same costumes as the first time they smoke in the apartment in that first movie. And the apartment is exactly as it was, if only dustier. Uh, they're all 23 years older, and they sit still staring straight ahead for a moment. Thurgood shakes some of the dust, and the, some of the dust falls off his shoulders. Whoa. Scarface, Brian, and Kenny do not move. Thurgood looks around for a moment. He moves his hand in front of Kenny's face, who doesn't react. Kenny! Thurgood shakes Kenny by the shoulders as dust falls off of him. Ah! Not in my no-no place! That's not for you! Kenny! Kenny, snap out of it! Thurgood slaps Kenny. Kenny looks into Thurgood's eyes and touches his face. Thurgood, is, is that you? Yes, something's happened. Look, we gotta wake up the guys. Thurgood oh. and Kenny get up and uh, shake Scarface and Brian and wake them up. Dust falls off of them, and Scarface jumps out of his seat and pulls his fist back, ready to strike. A.B., that's not cool! Whoa, man, you guys look 
old, man. Me? Look at you. How long were we out, man? Maybe we should ask guy on the couch. Too late, B. We see that there is a skeleton where guy on the couch <laughs> usually sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's this? He left us a note. Close up on the note, and we hear guy on the couch's voice off. Guys, you haven't moved since 1998. Sincerely, guy on the couch. <laughs> That was really good. <laughs> That's wild, man. How long has it been then? Scarface opens a window and yells out at passerby. Hey, what year is it, yo? Fuck you, pal. <laughs> yo, something's wrong, B. Yeah, we're clearly not in the safe and wholesome New York of the late 90s anymore. Mary Jane. Thurgood runs to the phone and picks up the receiver. It's dead. It was alive? <laughs> nah, yo. He means there ain't no dial tone. Hey, guys, look at this. Kenny picks up a newspaper. We see the date reads 2021. 2021, pandemic still going. If you haven't left your house since 1998... Please continue to shelter in place. <laughs> Pandemic. That doesn't sound good. I got to see Mary Jane. Yo, you don't get it. None of that really happened, B. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we need to know if she's real. <laughs> They're good starts towards the door. Wait, we got to get you suited up. Cut to apartment, Thurgood wearing a makeshift hazard suit fashioned from a shower curtain, pots and pans, an Afghan blanket, dish gloves, tubes from Billy Bong Thornton. The front door opens to a blinding light. Thurgood crosses the precipice, disappearing into the light. Cut to street, day. Thurgood walks along the streets. No one looks at him strange. <laughs> maybe the scientist, could, maybe that scientist can help me. Cut to outside of a restaurant. Thurgood comes upon a restaurant. He looks around. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought it was right here. Excuse me. Thurgood stops passerby. What happened to the building that used to be here? Frankincense and burn? Oh, it's a uh, Benihana now. Thurgood drops to his knees, cursing the heavens. Benihana! The end. <laughs> I get 918% hear Dave Chappelle screaming Benny Hop. Yeah. That's a line of dialogue he's spoken. Absolutely. In a movie, inside a movie, he may have done it inside of a Benny Hanna. Yeah, I feel like I just wanted to write a scene where he screamed Benny Hanna and worked backwards from there. <laughs> <laughs> write a book, nigga. Like, that was great. How did we get here? Man, <laughs> it was a big industrial building. Could you imagine? <laughs> Uh, the corner of New York, just a gigantic <laughs> Benny Hanna. Four stories. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really, I really like the line. Is anybody dressed as who they're supposed to be? <laughs> How perfect. You know that, and I think we mentioned it last time too, that entire bit is indicative of the, if Dave Chappelle was, if the internet was a place like a mall. Mm-hmm. That's totally like all the pop-up ads coming <laughs> up. Just no one being who they are, but accepted that sketch. Everyone is exactly what they said they were. Like one guy was actually a doctor trying to sell penis pills the, to him <laughs> the entire time. I can make your dick really fat. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that, I think that was pretty successful turning a, a Chappelle oh, yeah. stand-up bit into a sketch. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Don't pat myself on the back. It, it, it's a success anytime <laughs> you can get Dave Chappelle to yell, Betty Hanna. Yeah. Well, I mean, the that opening where he talks about how women get mad because you, you know, you call them hoes or whatever. And just because I'm dressed this way, mm-hmm. that's one of his bits. I, man, this is a great like, word for word. That's a great <laughs> starting point. This is obviously it worked, <laughs> it worked to where he gets robbed. But yeah, I'm also, oh, it was in a dream. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did love it. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with this. <laughs> so um, wait, how how in your mind did they? Um, did they fall? Did they rip Van Winkle themselves? Did they just smoke the rest of that weed once? Once they they like Kenny was free. No, I think the first because the first time we see them as adults sitting down and smoking, that's the moment. Gotcha. Oh, the first like when they fly. So, okay, I got it. So the entire first movie and the. It was all a dream. 20 years after it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> it, was a, it was a shared high time. <laughs> they rip Van Winkle themselves. They rip Van Winkle themselves. Oh, that was silly. Uh, Beautiful. I mean, is I think that's what you're getting at is that we movies in general are like children's stories, are they not? Like mm-hmm. they're like lullabies. I mean, I I think one of the major successes of this movie was that the plot was super simple. Like <laughs> yeah. it was it was a very straightforward plot, and like that's great because it allowed the comedy to you know fill in that jelly donut. Yeah. On the outside of the, the structure is great. And why would you say jelly donut? Why you know we all uh, have I know, I know. Oh, it's oh, a mistake. Man. That hurt me so bad, bro. It's made everyone like I got white donut sugar powder. It could only help my analogy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of sweet things. Why <laughs> another perfect segue? And the segues just keep coming. Oh my oh. god! The so funny part is your picture is frozen on my computer, <laughs> so there it is. I know. I just looked up and realized that. So 
episode is the line. Uh, yeah. Here's sweet things. Mm, <laughs> your face frozen. Great. Oh. No, let's uh yes, you know, let's, let's see sweet. what you wrote, baby. Also known as sweet thing. Let's step it up. <laughs> Step right Leo, up. I'm changing your name in my phone right now to Sweet Thing. Okay. Sweet Thing. Sweet, sweet Thing just sweet left can. a message on your phone. Do you care to expand yourself? Yeah, uh, that's Leo. That's my Sweet Thing. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Don't, don't be jealous, baby. That's just my Sweet Thing. No, he's an everlasting gobstopper. Look at the Sweet Thing over there, boy. <laughs> Breaking jaws left and right, cheek to cheek. Let's go. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, guys, what can I tell you about this uh, script that I wrote that uh, hasn't already been said in a <laughs> earlier version of this same very podcast? Exactly what it was, though. Uh, how how about you remind us of who's playing what? <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty, folks. Um, so there's three characters that everybody knows and loves. There's Brian, there's Thurgood, and there's Kenny, and there's Scarface. So mm -hmm. I feel like somebody should be Kenny and Scarface. Does anybody want to volunteer for that? I, I mean, I can do whatever. All right, I so was, you're volunteering for Kenny and Scarface. Sure. And then I, I want to have uh, Donovan, you read Thurgood, and then who's left? Who's uh Brian. Okay, Brian. Uh, Chris, you're going to have to tackle Brian. I'm pretty sure that's a good chunk of uh, lines here so everybody gets some, you know, uh, a, an Oscar-winning moment. That's really what this was all about. I just wanted to... Uh, Feed off of the title Brian's Bong, the sequel to Half Baked. <laughs> okay, that's beautiful. Um, that is the most. I'm funny. already sad. Yeah, I don't remember what is uh, the what is mm -hmm. the, what it's comprised of this, but I'm already sad. I mean, I love you it. Know, I love Brian's Bong, dude. You know, that's what I was going dude. for. I, I was like, man, what happens if like, you <gasps> take a big budget and you take a pothead genre movie and you say we're winning this Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're yeah, telling that's me that's not what Half-Baked was? Uh, that's what this is. I, I felt like Half-Baked deserved an Oscar. You yeah. know, like yeah. uh, Mary Jane, uh, you know, the guy on the couch, all of these people, you know, just lifted it. Lifted they had to the save someone's life, essentially, all right? Like, getting your friend out of jail, that's something big. I cry for that shit. That is, that is. You know what? That's true. It's like one of those stories that wraps up in the end. It's a heartwarming movie. Uh, it Everybody didn't really wins. Up. Yeah, it's a happy-go-lucky, but you're gonna have a, you're gonna, it's gonna be a roller coaster of emotions the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's like this and The Godfather. Like, can you even tell the difference between <laughs> those two narratives? I mean, it's it's just one family, filled with cocaine. Uh, it's right. You swap coke for dope. Coke for dope. Oh, uh, it's like rope so, dope, but for drugs. I, I feel like we're like I've got you guys in this, uh, you know, rope dope sort of. So I'm just gonna go ahead and jump in. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you guys from uh, from any more anticipation. Uh, I'll be the narrator. Thank you so much. Because uh, I've been working on my uh, lower vocal cords, and then let's just <laughs> jump right in. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
Fox Searchlight Pictures in association with Tear Jerker Productions (laughs) and Oscar Bait Films presents Ace Cable Award nominee and High Times Man of the Year presenter Jim Welcome to Mr. Nice Guys. Can I interest you in some Durban poison? We have Maui Wowie and Horny Goat Cheese. The true story of New York's last mom and pop medical marijuana dispensary. This story will break your heart. Come on, guys. If we don't do something now, we're going to lose our license for good. All of us. Then piece it back together, stronger than it ever was. But how are we supposed to beat Mr. Sunnyside? He's a billionaire, B. He can buy all the votes, yo. A battle between good and evil. I got it. I'm just gonna do what everyone thinks. Thinks I'm gonna do, man. <laughs> Run for elected <laughs> office. Yeah. <laughs> All that stood between one greedy tyrant and total control over New York's sweet, sweet Chiba <laughs> supply. <laughs> I want every license in the state. I will not be stopped until every last dope dealer works for me. Oh, my name isn't Jethro T. Sunnyside Third. <laughs> Was a ragtag group of friends with a heart of gold. Starface! Don't you give up on me now. I'm scared, Thurgood. I'm scared. <laughs> keep fighting if you keep fighting i can't quit you and a burning desire to get ripped out of their gourd (laughs) so i've been standing in the wrong line this whole time (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what was the question again <laughs> this summer's red hot if, political if actor of the year with that line. I <laughs> die. We're gonna need two full size casseroles, man. A pineapple, turkey, jerky, man. Lots of turkey, jerky. <laughs> Tension. In order to understand who Mr. Sunnyside is. You need to understand who Mr. Sunnyside the dog was. Mm-mm-mm. Smells like the bomb. I can't wait to taste this baby. Lust. We need horseradishes, pickled bacon, and a platter of beef chimichangas. Betrayal. Wait, what? Someone smoked the last of it. 
No! <laughs> Presented to the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences for your consideration. You smoke entirely too much reefer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! And like a pothead, there's so much space in between. <laughs> Damn, that I will watch that movie. That's oh, that's the kind of shit I want. Make me care about. Make me care about a bunch of potheads, man. I dare you. If you I do, if you can follow the format of Daddy's Girl, um, <laughs> and make it all about potheads. Bro, I cry every time. <laughs> like, if you can get a high Macaulay Culkin uh-huh. stung to death by bees, I cry. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's allergic to CBD. <laughs> he can't smoke weed without his glasses. <laughs> I'm laughing to cover up that I want to cry. That movie's so sad. That baby's dad worked in a funeral home, man. How do you how do you be happy? Your only bro, like your only G, man. I bet you she would have never had to worry about him becoming the creepy friend of just like, yeah, you want to, I mean, show me yours, show you mine kind of thing. No, <laughs> she can bring her period to this guy and he would have been there for her and he had to die. <laughs> that shit killed me, my nigga. My what, that movie, what was the point of that? That was just like the terrorized kids. That was, it wasn't it like four kids? Yeah, dog. Yeah, it was a family movie. <laughs> You can watch that shit on ABC fucking Family. Oh. Right before the Waltons. Like, it's... it's You're watching ABC fucking Family. It's good for your family, (laughs) but we're not going to bullshit you. (laughs) (laughs) This is some crap that you'd rather not watch, but you're stuck watching it with your kids. So enjoy the silence for two hours. (laughs) ABC fucking family still better than the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> We're the white TV one motherfucker. <laughs> we got Dean Kane. Dean Kane is due. He's gonna kill someone. He's gonna end up on the news. He's a bad person. <laughs> Yo. <Not> so <laughs> oh, Dean Kane kills someone. I'm only dude, the only thing I will ever say is, yo, Leo called it. Leo fucking called it. You know my friend Leo? He fucking called it, my called dude. It. It's just the you know, that look in his eyes. You know what I mean? Like that overconfidence. It's like he's like a like a young Christian bale. You know I thought I mean? that was the look of Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kane, Mr. Kane, do you have any comment on the charges you've been brought in for? Leo was right. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, run. <laughs> like, I'm surprised we haven't heard FBI open up yet to your house. How did you call a celebrity death, dude? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
How did we get on Team Kane killing somebody? <laughs> this is how high we are. Cold blooded. Uh, so yeah, you Brian's bog is great. I love it. I mean, when you get serious, you know, you you really get into it, you know, and you think about. It you gives know, me those vibes of like the Colonel Sanders Mario Lopez thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I would love, I don't know, I would love to be in a theater seeing the ad for this and then hearing the line, I'm going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. I'm going to run for office. And I'd be like, God damn it, that's such a stupid premise for the movie. But I'm in. I'm in. Let's see it. <laughs> all, right. all right, Brian, what you got? Donovan, what you got? Donovan, what you got? Oh, so, like, I don't know about you, but we've already made it into an Oscar winning movie. <laughs> um, I have a way that can also be an Oscar winning movie and something that goes down in pop culture history, and that's turning the movie half baked, which is already kind of this movie genre into a fucking heist movie. Guys, we <laughs> had to get this weed, all right? Okay, okay. Now all we need to do is just expand on the one part of the movie where they had to put a plan together. They used coveralls, okay? So they are very competent in espionage to be able to coordinate such an idea. So, guys, go with me on this journey. I'm here. As we make our own Ocean's Eleven half-baked crew. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the way I want to do this is uh, <laughs> like first within, so we have the three, we have the four main characters of how high, I'm um, how high, um, half baked. Um, how would we, how would we, like, what would their role, what would you say their role was in making the heist? So in Ocean's Eleven, you have the archetype of like the mastermind, which was Danny Ocean. You have, like, the partner in crime, the coordinator, which was, like, Rusty Ryan's character. You got the backer, uh, which was Ruben, uh, Ruben's character. You have the hacker. You have the gadget guy. What, what, are, what are, like, the... What would, what would the roles be for our comrades here in Half, in half Baked? Um, so I, I'm thinking in a little bit of different terms. I'm thinking more of... Uh, the roles of It's Always Sunny. Um, <laughs> so Thurgood is the brains. Um, <laughs> Scarface is the muscle. Um, I guess by default, uh, Harland Williams is the looks. And, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> Ryan is the wild card. Um, You're telling me that motherfucker is using his looks and being like, oh, yeah, persuasion. But, but it's like a reverse thing. It's like, look how cute because of how ugly he is, kind of deal. <laughs> to distract someone. So, like, he'll like he'll be like in the hall as they're sneaking through, and I'll be like, I'm lost. Can you help me help me find me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, I don't know. I'm thinking like Brian makes like a weed brownie to give to a, a security dog, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He just like combines weed, uh, like some edible, into a brownie and smushes it and throws it. (laughs) Yeah, Thurgood's got the connections into the place and the and the system. 
And then, yeah, oh, Scar- so real. I thought that immediately. <laughs> I, I like Mary Jane for the, like, the cue, you know, the, like, person behind the scenes is behind mm-hmm. all the monitors and stuff, and they're just, like, plugging the Vin Rains character. The, the guy yeah. in the chair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is noted in Spider-Man. It's just, like, answering the both, <laughs> both phones. Oh, shit. Like, they're, oh, uh, they're a computer person. They were just like, hey, uh, we need to get into the... We need to the the lock on the the combination on the lock in the police department is electronic. She goes, "Don't worry, I got this. I'm just gonna hack in here and boop, 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 beep, beep. gotcha. You have 15 minutes before that lock goes back on, and we are busted." Let me uh, let me ask you um, what? Oh, oh. Okay, so the first one they they go in and try to steal the weed from that one place. What's the bigger version of that? Like what are like if they're committing to the heist, are they, they trying to, to drive steal cars from weed? one building? <laughs> they have to drive cars out of one building and into another mid building. <laughs> it's a heist. It will probably like a be a plate heist of glass. A heist yeah. To like, like kind of like the uh, like a competitor is also selling weed and trying to like take over their block. Uh, or take over their dis- or like buy out their dispensary. Um, so they have this heist to steal the weed, which leads it to a bigger heist to work in like a deal to get in with the rival uh, pot dealers. But also the people that got the police department that got robbed is now going hardcore into an investigation to find it. So they were able to exchange the weed into the rival dispensaries. It's all still tagged. So the police have to, the police end up uh, bussing the the competitors' uh, weed st- uh, dispensary because mm-hmm. all their weed is now the stolen weed. While they've <laughs> organized an, an entire heist to take like their the switcheroo weed and switcheroo the weed. Damn! <laughs> all of this, like with all of them playing those roles, it's next level. I can see so many mistakes happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I really like the right, concept for, of, yeah. of a stoner, um, a, a stoner heist movie where <laughs> where it's like, ha, I'm pulling one over on you, or am I? Am I just high? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I have in this bag, and the bag's empty. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. So that like I put a that bunch down. of gas fills up a room with all of the all of the rival get <laughs> all of the rival dispensary in it. So they're all on the same playing field because now everyone's high because it's all just weed. They're like it's <laughs> self-igniting weed. <laughs> everyone, everyone is so stupid high, but like Brian walks through the crowd like Jesus on water. <laughs> He's a mute. Like, this is what happens when you're high. All they, the time. They're they're like pl- make doing the planning, but just out like in the city street, and more and more people just sort of wander up and join in. <laughs> <laughs> they start giving rolls to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we need someone to distract the guard for a few minutes. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Who's that? Who is that person? Like, I don't even know no old man James. <laughs> having having lived in a big city for over a combined 10 years, I have never seen a, people on the street stop and join in whatever commotion is happening. 
hey guys, is this a well, it's not even commotion. It's like very clearly planning, like they're huddled in a circle or something <laughs> like on the street. And then you make a guest star appearance from by all the actors from Ocean to Eleven. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. you look like you're planning something. Can we join in? Yeah, it's exactly. It's just Are you guys good. stoned? Oh, all the time. They're, I'm drunk. They're taking a knee and drawing on the floor. Who's the Latin casino owner guy that's like very serious and he's like the arch enemy of them and like most of those Ocean's Eleven? Garcia. Andy, Andy he's Garcia. one of the Garcias. Yeah. 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 Willie Garcia. One of those Garcias. <laughs> that one he's Garcia the bad guy. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think how high. I, how, I only want to say how high because that's how high to me is um, half baked to Leo. I think <laughs> I would have half. I would have how high play at my wedding. I think. I think that sounds lovely. Like it's we pull your up and call to each other instead of walking down the aisle, <clears throat> and I go, "You got butt. You got pipe." <laughs> I think you should, yeah. How High is definitely a, a movie worth uh, doing. Uh, you know, this film is not created. I, I think no, it's, I, it's I was going to say we should do it next year, but next, next 420. <laughs> I don't know if I want to wait that long, you know? Right? <laughs> <laughs> do it like on, uh, on 840. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Do it on eight forty. Here we come. Put, you know what? Yeah, put it on your it. calendars now. It's our second tw- uh, four twenty. It's true. This is our second four twenty. Damn, it's a real twenty. Wait, yeah. Wait. You know, I I think I forgot what I was gonna say. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you, I think that that's was a good note. thing said on this show for the entire eight hours we've been <laughs> on you talking. I think, I think, I think that's, that's a good. Yeah, that's, that's a good the white flag. Uh, <laughs> great, great job, Donovan. My man literally said, "I don't remember what I was going to Like, you just thought about it because you just. Okay, wait, guys, wait. Like, imagine you at the wedding clinging the glass to make a toast, and you're yeah. really just calling the waiter over. Like, hey, um, my mashed potatoes are cold. Hello? Well, he, well, he gets everyone's attention and then yeah. just sits back down. <laughs> when, Leo, when Leo does it, everyone is like, what the hell just happened? And the three of us are just like, wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> oh, you gotta love weed, man. Weed. So, come on. Uh, happy 420. Let's shout out to Kira, our amazing artist. She made us some art, but we can't see it yet. So, let's all give Kira a clap for when we can see the art. Yeah. Woo. yeah. Woo. Just gonna, yeah. You're going to edit this, right? It's like, wow, amazing. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. I wasn't expecting that one. That's texture. real good. That's special. Uh, And then a big shout out to Josh, our our uh, engineer. He's amazing. And uh, that's it. Do you guys have anything that you want to plug, or um, how can people follow you on social media if you want them to follow you on social media? Yeah, definitely follow this guy Donovan D Mullings on Instagram. 
uh, keep a lookout. We're um, writing some sketches up. We're going to be shooting some sketches pretty soon with my sketch group, uh, Waffle Junkies. Look out for Blow It Up Bro on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Um, get your vaccines, y'all, because I want to go back outside and start licking people. Yes. Yeah. Check out Waffle Junkies. What about you, Leo? Uh, check me out. Follow me on the, the Instagrams. Uh, T.O. underscore Leo underscore Nardo. Because that's how it has to be. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. Waffle Junkies. Uh, can't wait to get back out there. I just want to hold hands in a picnic circle. Is that a is that yeah. a thing that we did? That, I don't know what we used to do anymore. The thing we're gonna do. Yeah, it's all we, yeah. all we do now. Do. We used to get that blanket, and everyone would just kind of like take turns being lifted up in the blanket circle yeah. thing, right? Like the yeah. trust circle thing. What the hell? No. <laughs> Remember patty cake? <laughs> Remember when we could play patty cake with people? <laughs> Yo, have you ever wanted to jump rope with somebody so fucking bad? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Steve, you got anything to plug? Uh, no. I'll plug something next week, so you have to listen then. All right. Find out. Oh, you're plugging a plug. Plugging a plug. Plugging a plug. Shit. Reasons to watch next episode. Teasing the tease. So you can hear Steve's plug. Right. Uh, I'll plug Vision. It's a show happening at The Annoyance on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Annoyance Theater. TheAnnoyance.com. I helped produce it. Uh, and you can donate to the Annoyance Theater um, through the website itself to help support uh, your local theater. Uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm pooped. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. Good thing we only do 420 episodes once a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only listen to this while high. Don't listen to this though. Come on. I might I might just cut our rambling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably safest. Uh, oh. <laughs> if you do that, this episode's gonna be 25 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please listen work out to this. Please do that. Yeah. Just do another set. You got yeah. this. You're a monster. Yeah, yeah. If you're working yeah. out to this, you are the greatest <laughs> exerciser in the history of needing motivation to exercise. You're shredding it, dude. You're killing it. It's like it's like this anti like reverse kind of like motivation of like, I don't want to be these useless stoners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating this calzone so you don't have to, man. Yo, Steve, make me a calzone. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he says nah. He said, yeah, I said yeah. I, oh. On 420, uh, yes, any request. Of course I'll make you a calzone. You come, you come to but, me on this the day of the yeah. <laughs> But the rule with getting a free calzone on 420 is you better show up on time or else it's going to get eaten. So, hurry up. That's probably a good policy. It's 420. Yeah. I can't deny a request. All right. I get you. I'm like, I'm like calzone's wedding day. <laughs> do you, do you, mouth, take this calzone to be inside you? <laughs> I do. I can't say that. Chris, stop. <laughs> Stop watching me while I cook in the kitchen. God, the SEC won't let you be, bro. You can't say words like that, dude. No.
Uh, my entire face hurts. That was so fucking funny. Do you cows all take this mouth to go in? Officially off the rails. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> it. I, I, you know what? I'm sorry, you guys. I would love to keep um, <laughs> talking in circles, but I have to get going. Um, I have, I have a thing to do. Uh, not this Friday, and not next Friday, but the Friday after next. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. do that movie. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I gotta run. Um, it was uh, I was helping Martin Lawrence with a bank heist. I wish we were trying to steal some jewels, and uh, and then he got caught, but he hid it in a in a police station. So now he's got to go undercover, and I gotta help him, kinda. But I'm also in the way. It's a great movie. Check out Blue Street. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ari, I got uh, to get up out of here, bro. Um, uh, I just found out the world's gonna end, and me and Most Def are gonna go onto a ship and go on magical adventures, and then hopefully, after the Earth gets destroyed, there'll be a new one. Also, there's a very sad, depressing robot that I'm a befriend, and he's gonna be so dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wish I could stay in chat, guys, but I am running late because. Uh, I, uh, I, oh, I know why I'm running late. Because I'm, I gotta do a stand-up set with a wig of dreads. Uh, Dave Chappelle wore a wig, not me. And, 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 uh, Eddie Murphy's gonna be there in a fat suit. Okay, here we go. Kaka, 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 kaka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bird. New tradition. <laughs> <laughs>